It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, What's up? up? What's, What's up? up? What's up? Welcome into episode number infinity of Jobbing Out, as in I watched infinity hours worth of professional wrestling. If that was true, you'd still be watching it. Yeah, you keep saying that. I'm pretty sure it's accurate. <laughs> Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Here's how we're going to do this because there's so much to cover, and I believe we've done shows similar to this in the past. So I've made an executive decision. I didn't run it by the boys, but, you know, the last time we did show prep was... No, actually, we did show prep one week. It was it was like I came in one week, and I was like, I think we should start prepping the show, and then I realized a week later I don't have time for that. So we stopped. Um, this is how we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to do a snake draft, all right? The first round, something in the last week that you love, but we stay on topic. We only cover that thing... Then we move on to the next person. All right. And then the second round, things we didn't love quite as much. Third round, love. Fourth round, not so much. Fifth round and final round, last things that we loved. All right? Can we do that? I love this idea. All right. Well, look at that. Was that your number one pick? What a terrible pick. <laughs> terrible choice. <laughs> Jesus, you could have done so much better than that. Um, but because you spoke up, I'll let you have the number one overall. I get the pick. first pick. I'll let you have the number one pick. What did you love? God, I mean, I feel like there's a big picture one. thing to talk about one. first. Just pick one thing. That's it. I know. Stay on topic. I know. But it I doesn't just... have to be in any particular order. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say the th- okay. There's a couple things that Aaron Let's knows I love because we chatted ultimately. Stop yelling over me. <laughs> I'm not. You're not getting to okay. the point. Get to the point. One thing. Okay. I absolutely loved the Sami Zayn Johnny Knoxville match. I mean, I um, it was stupid. It was crazy. It was everything that that match should be is what it was. And I do think it added a lot to the show because I don't. I mean, there were some other things we'll talk about later, but like, I think that was the direct hit zany moment of the show. It was one of the more entertaining things. The crowd was like really, really into it. In fact, Johnny Knoxville probably got on a bigger ovation than half of the wrestlers on the, on the roster did at WrestleMania. Um, I just loved this so much. I had so much fun with it. It was everything that we wanted it to be, and yet somehow more. And that, more, yeah. <laughs> and that to yeah. me is what makes it so amazing. By the way, I mean, like in. in there are people on the internet who use this as the opportunity to say, this is why Sami Zayn should have gone to AEW. You the are exact, the dumbest no, human beings that have ever lived. Sami Zayn just created something that will live eternally. Eternally. And played a significant... Yes, I get it. It works because it involves Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass crew, but it also works because Sami Zayn makes it work. Because that's how great Sami Zayn is. And, and by the way, this wouldn't have worked with everybody. This like almost oh. would have worked with nobody. With very few there, people, there's right. a couple people. No, no, I, but I said almost. Like, right, but Sammy, he, yes, right. he. This was a lot about Sami Zayn, and this was a lot about their trust in Sami Zayn. The fact that they even let him pro, like this was supposed to be Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble. LOL, goodbye. From all 
reports that you read. Like this was their idea. They let him, the, the amount of trust that you put in someone to let them do something like that at WrestleMania just goes to show you why he stayed and why it was smart. Because, you know, we all talk about whatever. These people were treated this way, these people were treated that way. But that's not, you can't treat everyone the same. Nope. And this guy clearly is someone who they're treating as a significant performer in their company yep and it was wonderful and it was an eternal wrestlemania moment and we man body slamming sammy Zayn oh is yeah. it, it's it's everything you could have ever asked for as a professional wrestling fan if you were not in love with what was on your screen then i, I i'm telling you go do something else this is not for you if you think you're so smart that you believe everything about professional wrestling is supposed to be these you know, classic uh, indie wrestling, five-star matches with huge... Stop. Get out. Professional wrestling ain't for you. You think that you can rewrite what professional wrestling is, and you can't. This is as much professional wrestling as anything else is, and frankly, more. This is what makes professional wrestling so wonderful. This was glorious, filling its place on a card. It shouldn't be all this. This Correct. is... It's got a spot. It will eternally have a spot. Um, not only am I with you, but to me, it was the absolute, my favorite thing during the course of the weekend. And I get it that we're the right audience for it because we're the jackass audience, right? Like yep. we are, we grew up with jackass. We are, we still, I don't know how much jackass connects with a 16 year old right now. I think the concept connects with them. I don't know that specifically Johnny Knoxville or Chris Pontius or Wee Man connects with them in they're, any they're way. They're all about ridiculous. They, they, right. That's their, it, obviously, this is for us. This is very much in our wheelhouse. But whoever it is, this just glorious. Simply glorious. The amount of joy I felt watching this, I, I, I almost can't convey in words. The most impressive thing to me is, I, you know, I, I thought we would get some fun moments here and there. But the fact that it wasn't just, let's do a spot, let's spend five minutes setting up the next spot, do another fun spot, you know, and, and do it that way. The fact that it was genuine, pretty much nonstop action and nonstop good action and creative action, you know, when there was a lulls, one of the other Jackass crew would jump in. It was just super amazingly Perfect. put together. Perfect. I mean, so well produced, so well executed, every layer of it. I, you know, like, I know that, like, um, for, I'll give you an example. Uh, I let my kids watch a good bit of WrestleMania this year. They, they, they couldn't make it through all of it. It was too much. <laughs> we, at some point, we had to say, we'll come back when Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar is on. Um, but, like, I did wonder about whether or not, you know, with the, the audience that you're going for, at first I was like, oh, are you really going to have Chris Pontius, like, in the thong? Like, are you going to do it? But then I thought to myself, like, how angry would we have been if he wasn't? You know, yeah, you, have, you have to do that. Right. Yep. 100%. The giant hand was. Oh God. Damn. I mean, I didn't what? even see that coming. I, like, which no one did. But who? Where does that idea come from? I know it well, was in the movie. I understand. I know it was yeah. in the movie. I'm very aware that's in the movie. But like, there's a lot of things that are in the movie. They didn't use all of them, right? Like, the only thing way, that would have made that better is if they had powdered up the hand. Oh no, hundred percent. I mean, like that would be great. The But the fact that they managed to not show the hand at all during the broadcast, oh, and it just comes out of nowhere. Spectacular. Just so spectacular. I, there's not enough good things I can say about this. I was, My heart was so full of joy. All right. Uh, Aaron, you want to go next? 
Sure. And I'll, I'll go with the, another one of the obvious ones. Um, whatever the, whatever Firefest idea we had about the Stone Cold Steve Austin match and moment and everything, the exact opposite. Yeah. We're, we're talking about a, a beyond anything I could have dreamed of. You know, I, I was definitely on the Gambia segment. If it's a match, it's a two minute thing where he stomps the mud hole. And at the beginning of the match, I was a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. And then they busted out a, a classic match. It was pretty amazing. And um, just, it made me giddy. It but made it, me but feel also, like a 12 year old kid again. I, I, okay. I, I, it does also make me wonder why couldn't you have just announced you were doing a match? Like, and, and, and I, I said why? the same thing and, sure. and it might've simply been Austin decided to do that at the last minute. Maybe. Um, it, it, By and, the way, Stone Cold Steve Austin took multiple oh, suplexes. No doubt. On the yes. Concrete. No doubt. Like I said, so far in my wildest dreams, I, even if you told me they're going to do a 10 minute match, would not have expected anything close to that. No doubt. No doubt. Like what in the literal? I I was absolutely shocked by that match. I, I couldn't believe. And I, and it's to Glenn, to your point, all I could think of the whole time was our conversation. And all I could think of was he told him that day that he would do a match. I, I, I mean, know. there's no, so but well there's done, no, though. there's that, there's no way they couldn't possibly exactly. That they had, like, it's not a week that day. It could have been that. earlier in the week, though. But uh, all of the problems that I had, as we kept saying, like, and we said this every time, all of this is soft. You just say it's a match. Just yeah. say it's a damn match, and we're fine. Um, and as it turns out, as soon as it was a match, it was fine. Beyond um, fine. Yeah, I'll come back to that because I have small nitpicky things, but it's not related to the match itself. The match itself was wonderful, of course. Um, Look, man. Um, you know it. It it was well executed. The the it, here's my nitpickiness. You're never gonna get me to be okay with the fact that it was the main event. You'll never get me to be okay with that. And I know that we're trading off. I'm I'm conflating two things right now, which is the value of the moment versus the value of you know, the moment. Right. Nothing but could have followed that though. You, you yeah. S- I disagree I'm, wholeheartedly. I'm okay with it. You, it. you don't put it on second to last. You put something in between them. Right. Like it, I don't know, man. No, I think, no. I, you guys I are. Think you we, got Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling a you, match. It goes on last. You, you say that, but that's you're you're playing Period. you're playing by a different set of rules. The the rules. That's the only rule at WrestleMania. It's Stone it, Cold Steve it, Austin goes on last. No, Period. that's not the only rule at WrestleMania. I, I think it's the, fair. But we would drag I, that. I think the crowd is dead for the rest of the night. If the you crowd have is Austin absolutely not de- the crowd is absolutely not dead for Bianca Becky. If you had done what you needed to do, because you turned out that you and you know what, I'll just go ahead and make that my so we can do it. We can roll into it. Damn it! I'll go ahead and make that my first positive. Bianca Becky was the match of the weekend. It was unbelievable. It Potentially was, match of the year. Yes, yeah. unquestionably potential match of the year. And if you had just done what you should have done in building up to it and creating it as your Saturday night main event, which it should have been, no pun intended, the entire time, then it absolutely would have been fine to be in the main event spot on Saturday night, even after the Stone Cold thing. Now, I get it. We're, I'm conflating two things. I'm conflating the value of business versus the value of the moment. And I'm conflating those two things, and I understand why it's difficult. But I'll say two things in the end. One being, ultimately, you can be as mad at me as you want to be, Kevin Owens should have beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. Kevin Owens should have been able to get over on Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's one of the problems I have that we always, there's nothing wrong with doing everything that you did and still letting Kevin Owens, Owens Owens get over on him. And if you don't have it in the main event, that makes it easier to keep people around so they can get the big thing that they want at the end of the night, which is Bianca Belair winning the match over Becky Lynch. Uh, by not, the way, you, you, you even have a better argument considering what we saw the next night. 
we'll get back to that, right? Like, <laughs> you, we'll get back to that. Um, because I, you know, I'm I, just saying it plays into what you're saying. Like, if you if you were gonna do what you did the next night, it's okay that Steve Austin would correct because he's match. gonna get his big moment to come back and and, and be the conquering hero. And it one actually night makes later. that make more sense. A hundred percent. Why why does he care? Right? Now nah, I get it, man. Whatever. Fine. I, again, I need to throw some of these things out because yeah. I get it. The point was it's Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. It's, it's supposed to be the moment of moments, the moment that everyone's giddy and feels like a kid again. But there's no and, reason. And, and, and by the way, I, I again, I know this is a silly thing to say, but I do believe it. There's no fu- there's no way that Kevin Owens is going <laughs> to think he should pin Steve Austin. You know what I mean? I mean, like, no, he ma- probably that, wanted to put that, over Steve Austin. But that's irrelevant, right? I know. Like, I know. Like, that's I know. irrelevant. Um, only because it's a story you've told for a long time. It's one thing if this was just a match that you pulled out of thin air. As we talked about, this is an eight, eight nine-year-old story. Like, did we ever figure out exactly when Kevin Owens arrived and when Stone Cold cut the original video, Aaron? It was 2014. It's an eight-year-old story that we're talking about. The guy that should come out on top in an eight-year-old story is the guy that will be on television next week. Like, come on, man. That's business. That's the way it should work. All that being said, putting those nitpicky things aside, you're a thousand percent right. What we actually got, the execution, the moment, all of it was wonderful. I I wish that they found a better I- a way to mesh what what matters moving forward with what matters in a vacuum as part of WrestleMania. I wish... This company, it's what we always talk about with like, I wish I wish what we watched in the fall mattered by the time we got to the spring. I wish that what mattered at WrestleMania could also matter moving forward. I wish we didn't constantly project WrestleMania as living in a vacuum and nothing else matters because there was a lot of business that can be done. You can do you can do all of these things. It's not it really is not hard. They are capable of it. We've seen them do it plenty of times. You don't have to sell out for just the moment and forget about the fact that, like, hey, some people want to watch wrestling next week, too. Some people are still interested in what's going to happen on Raw and SmackDown in three weeks. So that's the only nitpicky thing that I have about it. Otherwise, as far as what we got, unquestionable. Outstanding. As I said, my first love was the match of matches. And, and yes, it... I know I hate I hate bringing in the negatives with it. It does make me sad that they didn't bother to do the work because my God, it was somehow even better than what it should have been. This is why WrestleMania exists. Is for this moment, and it didn't even get top billing of the women's matches on that particular card. This was everything you could have possibly asked for in a WrestleMania moment. This should have been. Kofi Mania esque, and 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 no, it couldn't have been because she's not an underdog, and I kept saying that. But it right. got everything that you could have asked for in a WrestleMania moment. You got in a classic match and brilliant storytelling with Bianca Belair coming out on top. And the only bummer is that should have been the last image you have to go forward and say we're anointing Bianca Belair as star of stars. Understand that. I, I mean, obviously the match itself was wonderful. I just loved all of the little details going back to not just back to SummerSlam, but back to WrestleMania the year before. You know, you go back to last year when when uh, Bianca wins the title. She's overcome with emotion. She's crying. And this time, and I, I'm very convinced this was a conscious decision. 
She's holding up the title and she's stoic. It's more of a this I'm I'm here. This is I'm now belong. There's no question about it. I am the top. While last year it was, you know, hey, look at me. Look what I did. Just little things like that throughout. Go to the entrances like the the Texas Southern band. What a perfect oh, decision there so for Bianca Belair. So goddamn good, man. So um, just good. all of the little details that went into it, I thought were so perfectly done. And Becky looked awesome too. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, does. Like, and she looked like a villain, by the way, which I thought was a really nice touch. I thought, you know, I listen, I know that there's people that are saying that people were booing Bianca and all this stuff, but I they did as much as they possibly could do to make Becky Lynch as unlikable as she possibly could be. And I thought it played fine. You know, you're going to have that when you have someone that's as big of a star yeah. as Becky Lynch, you're always going to have it, people. It, it wasn't like a huge 50, 50. No, it, not yeah. at all. I, I don't even think it was, it was probably 70, 30, if, 65, yeah. 35, maybe that's it. And that's fine. If, if that's what you get, it took away. No, what, it took away mean. nothing. Yeah. It took away right. nothing. It did not impact what the business that you were doing in any way. It, and, and I thought they did a really good and I, job. And, and you know what, Brandon? I would almost say it was more like it was 90 to 30. I, I was right? going to say, like, I thought it was like 75, it, 25. If yeah. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that, like, there were people that were rooting for both of them. I didn't oh, think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm That's saying fair. the number builds up to over 100%. I thought that overwhelmingly there was support for Bianca, which is all that really mattered. And there also happened to be some support for Becky. But I did not sense that there was any negative energy towards Bianca even within the support for Becky. I heard this other wasn't people Yeah, I heard other people claiming that she got booed. I I, I didn't personally experience I, it. I, I didn't I didn't it, feel I, it. I didn't hear that and if it happened it was simply a pro Becky boo, not a an, right, an anti Bianca right. boo. And, and by the way, like 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 I said like I I think that how could you like let's either one, like either of those people could have been a heel or a face or whatever. How can you watch either of those entrances and not cheer? <laughs> you know, because yeah, sure, sure. they were both so yeah, freaking it was cool. Awesome. It was awesome. Everything yeah. about it. It, it. it was a WrestleMania main event. It was a rest. So I'm going to skip my first pick in the negative because I'm I'm saying that my negative is the 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 you know the fact that they had the wrong main event on Saturday night. So I'll let you. That was my snake, and I'll we'll go back to Aaron for your first negative. All right. Well, I'll I'll go off of as as wonderful as uh, Becky and Bianca was. Mm. I don't want this Ronda on television anymore. Nope. Like that match was bad. Yep. And a large part of it being bad was Ronda does not look like she cares right now. Nope. We loved the Ronda that came out a few years ago because she had passion. She looked like she was giving everything into it. We were getting new stuff out. And this is I don't know what this is. Cash I don't know check what she Ronda. Does. Yes, that's basically what it is. Um, that was a debacle. That was just not good in any way, shape, or form. And if the idea is to, you know, if, if that wasn't just a win and move on for Charlotte, but a win and uh, Ronda's going to win down the road, something needs to happen in a big way that changes. Because I don't even want this Ronda on television, let alone in the title picture. Uh, I, I didn't hate this nearly as much as as you did. I didn't think it was as bad as as you're saying. It wasn't great, and it should have been great. Um, they booked the right finish, <laughs> at least. Yeah, I will give say. Them that, right. I, I think there was some. There was some. I hear what you're saying. Like there were some parts in there where Ronda was going through the motions for sure. Um, 
And I think that it's a testament to Charlotte that this wasn't just a complete piece of shit. Like, I, I thought... And, and yeah, I, when, and by the way, let me say, when I say debacle, I mean on Charlotte Ronda WrestleMania standards. Like, if right. this was on a house show, you can shrug and say it was but, mediocre. I, I've, but, yeah. I've listened to, like, three or four different opinions of, of different people and what they thought about WrestleMania. And, like, everyone pretty much came across like this was favorable, right? But no one was, was considering it a highlight at by any means. I, I won't even give it favorable. It was not. Yeah, I, it, I there's was no world in which it, I, it to, to call it favorable, I don't know. Well, I, I'm just saying, the people that I listen to their opinions about this called this a good match. I would not agree with that. I just thought it was mediocre and the star power carried it through and that Charlotte being Charlotte carried it through. Um, but I also didn't think this was like a horrible botch fest either. You're using the word botch fest. Neither one of us are saying botch. But the fest. way that he, the way that Aaron said debacle, I, I, he, I, I, like, I did no, say, I, de- debacle for the but that's for the, the point. Women's the, main event of Russell. That's yeah. the debacle. Is it was there? There was it was lifeless. It was yes. without like any soul to it whatsoever. It was a match that happened. That's all it was. Did they even have big entrances? Like, no, it, it, no, it was just a thing. And this is what happens when you sell out for celebrity in favor of story. And I get it. You're saying they should have been able to make Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair work as a story. And again, this goes back to the problem of what Ronda Rousey looked like when she showed back up. And we addressed that. What you just said, Aaron, we addressed that immediately after the Royal Rumble, which was. It's not just a problem that Ronda Rousey won the Royal Rumble. It's a problem that Ronda Rousey won the Royal Rumble and was just looked boring. Just looked so disinterested. And, and by the way, it most certainly doesn't help that this took place on the same day as Becky. It definitely Bianca. doesn't help. I don't disagree with that. But that's um, not why we're saying. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to say. I'm not trying to right. give this credit because of that. I'm just trying to say. And then also, right, you yeah, had it, it only makes it worse. No question an actual about that. Well, well done, amazing match of the year with Becky and Bianca. And quite frankly, like that, sh- you know, that should have had much more great. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just don't. They weren't setting themselves up for success with this. No, there was a lot of failure in how they got to this point. And there's a little bit on everybody. Some of it is on Ronda for, you know, what appears to be a lack of interest. Again, it's unfair. We we can't see into her head. It's just the way that's projecting. if, If I'm going to project this in the most optimistic view possible, it's... I. If you want to tell me they were holding back because this is the start of a feud, not the end of a feud, I, I still think it's good. And again, we haven't seen it from Ronda yet. Right. That there's something that there's another gear. If you want, if we go back, you know, three months, uh, you know, three months from now, and we say, okay, this is what happened. They were intentionally holding back. Okay, but I need to see something from Ronda. Um, I mean, I definitely need to see something from Ronda. There's no question about it. I am with you that I have no interest in it at the moment. I would probably prefer for Ronda to just disappear. And part of that is the problem that they, th- when Ronda's around, they're going to keep shoving her you, her down your throat, and she she doesn't warrant that. Like, there's just nothing about the Ronda Rousey character at the moment that warrants that. It's just we she's famous, so you have to take your medicine. This is the way it's going to work. Um. It's a bummer. It is a bummer because, to to be fair, Brandon, yes, Charlotte is Charlotte, and she was wonderful, and she deserves 
to have this meaningful win um, that sort of reminds you of just how truly great she is. And I hate the fact that I am so down on it, but I can't lie. I'm super friggin' down on it. It just didn't do a damn thing from it was a match on the card and absolutely no more than that and based on the standards you know left me with a negative feeling it was a just a just kind of a fart noise to me to be honest with you outside of them getting it right and it, again it would have been far worse if after all that Ronda Rousey had won at least they got it right and Charlotte won and Charlotte is so good that in her character wherever they go she can probably use it somehow but the the way the finish went down makes me think this is a continuing thing. I, I hear you. I hear you. Maybe, maybe it's with the pause and then the eye summer slam, right? Like maybe that's what that is. All right, uh, Brandon, your first negative. Trying to figure out where to go with this. There's a few. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get. You'll get another turn. Just any anyone. I'm going to say. I wasn't crazy. Well, I don't want to take Aaron's because I know what he's probably going to say. So I, I'm going to say, like, the <laughs> – how do I want to word this? Like, don't be afraid to take mine, by the way. I have, like, three or four. Yeah. I could do. Okay. So I'm just going to say the New Day match then because I just don't – why did we do this match? Oh, that's a great question. Like, it was such yeah. a – like, first of all, it got cut off of the first night. And then when you saw it on the second night, you could see why they were quick to cut it because it was such a nothing. And it was so, it couldn't have been more obvious to me that once they lost Big E, they had no clue what to do with this. Um, I don't think that this was just to do what they ended up doing. I think this was probably more so going to be what we wanted it to be if Big E had been involved because that's the guy that needed to get his shine back. And the only reason, I mean, the other team's not even a team. You know what I mean? They are now, but you threw a third guy in there just to get a three-on-three. That was the whole point. Yes. I, yes. So why do this? <laughs> I don't. Ridge Holland. The answer is Ridge Holland. But, and but, I, but it's he's, a, he's been losing on TV. It, I mean, it's not like they, well, they have not right. put Ridge Holland but, over but it but every you, But come on. They, you, know, you know that anyone that looks like that, they're going to be inclined to try to want to do something with. But do you so, believe if Big E was in this match, that still goes down that way? Not yeah, like, actually, I, I, believe, I would have been more okay with it. If it was just a normal build and it was, you know, the three-on-three match. I don't think I'd be okay with them the, winning in two minutes. No, I don't that, think no, not, not minutes, of course. I'm, I'm simply saying, like, if if this was a normal build and it was a three on three match and there was nothing about it before, I would have said, yeah, maybe Ridge Holland should get a rub from this, or or maybe I almost said Pete Dunn, but should get a rub from it or something like that. There are guys there who could use the rub. I'm just but not once it sure. Went down, I'm not so sure because the whole build was like they were going to break Biggie's four wheeler or whatever, and I, it it felt a little bit like I mean we'll never know because they would have had to do three more weeks of right. programming. The, after the point, Big though, is once you were at the position you were in, the way to do this was a Big E tribute. Like, that was the moment. That was a WrestleMania moment. That was the easiest WrestleMania moment of the night outside of Becky winning. And maybe and that they wasn't didn't do an it. option. Like, maybe he couldn't no, be yeah, there. But they could have pre-recorded something. Yeah, it's the yeah. Sure. could have pre-recorded him causing a distraction 
Have him be part of the entrance. Have him do the WrestleMania. Yeah. Yes, anything at all. And again, if he can't physically travel right now, because I could certainly understand why somebody wouldn't want to get on a plane in, in coming back from a broken neck, right? Sure. Like, I can certainly get that. If it's about the physical travel, then again, it's a simple WrestleMania moment where he shows up on the screen, he distracts them in some sort of way, New Day wins because of it, and the story is about Big E, and they get to celebrate. If the point, and again, this goes back to the conversation we had about Big E to begin with, which is I have no issue with the New Day because the New Day does create magic. They matter. But we didn't get any New Day magic, right? And that's the problem. Why are we doing the New Day again if we're not going to get New Day magic? Well, we didn't really get to do the New Day again because we lost Big E in the process. It, the idea of just punting, of just giving up and saying, well, we don't know, so what the hell, we'll throw it in there and go through the motions. That's shameful, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's shameful. I get it. It sucks that you lost Big E, but you, you had to come up with anything that was better than this. And my God, who knows? <laughs> who knows what happened on Saturday? Who knows what happened that they decided they needed to do it on Sunday instead of just like, I don't know, leaving it for Monday. I, what My God. But, and by the way, the juxtaposition of the two-minute match and then into the 10-minute Undertaker segment no doubt. made it a little worse. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Real rough. Real I mean, not rough. just, I mean, there was multiple things like that. Yep. On the but show. That, was, that was literally right after that, though. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, Brandon, uh, you get the first back on the snake on positives. Okay, uh, so maybe I want to go with something that I think maybe I like that maybe y'all didn't. Okay. That might that might be a good way to go. Go for it. I <laughs> – let me, let me word this correctly. I liked the idea of – what they did with the Pat McAfee, uh, Vince McMahon okay. thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but the execution I, I, of it. I, it, like, it this is going to allow me to get one more thing in my negatives that I didn't think I was because I, I can scratch it off my list. So I, 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 it's weird that I'm bringing this Why up. Are you, I, I, there are so many good that, things that happen. Why are you putting say, this in the positive? Pat McAfee, except for the actual Vince match, oh, was good. God. Go well, ahead. I, I guess ahead. it's all, but it's all one thing, right? No, no, it is. It is all. All of this loops into one thing. He's. It's he's, all one thing. And this is the pro This is why I can't fathom you putting it in your positives, because whatever good you think came out of it immediately is erased. <laughs> right, like right, I can't. Right. I cannot believe you put this in your positive list. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. You because say your. I piece. was entertained by it. Okay. Um, I were you entertained by the Vince part? Yes. I thought the crowd was – I thought it was hilarious when he started taking – now, when they actually did the match, that might fall back into my negative category. Like, that's why I wanted to bring this one up because I think there's a lot of positive, but there's also some I, negative I, involved. I don't think there ended up being any positive from but it. Here's, here's the Pat positive. McAfee's performance was po very good. Fine. It, and, and here's the positive in the moment is that Pat McAfee and then the match, the first match with Austin Theory – Got the yes. biggest and most consistent reaction from the crowd of any match all weekend. Well, they like, did, they... the crowd was super, super into the match, was super, super into Pat McAfee. And again, in a bubble, we can talk about whether or not long term, this is a good thing that Pat McAfee was one of the most over people in it, the entire well, card. But we have to talk but, about that. 
Like we do. Yes. We're, we're forced okay, to talk and, and about that. And that was going to be somewhere where I, I was actually going to save it for the fifth is that the most popular people, one and two, were Stone Cold Steve Austin and Pat McAfee. Right, and that's a problem. Like we can't get over yeah. that. It's a, it's a, right. it's a huge problem. Like th- this is the, it, it, again, this all goes back to the, the audacity of thinking someone might watch wrestling two weeks from now. You, you got to do all of it, and you can say at the end, Pat McAfee wasn't the person that, that came out as the winner because Stone Cold Steve Austin came out as the winner. There was no good business that was done in any of this. None. I got no problem with Pat McAfee being involved in WrestleMania because the point was to put Austin Theory over because you're identifying Austin Theory as a future star. Tell me how Austin Theory comes out of this in any way positive. Nothing from being being pinned by Pat McAfee and then embarrassed by Vince McMahon? Yeah. I mean... No. No. Because no, I, I will say in again in a bubble, the McAfee yeah. Austin theory in, in the specific mania bubble was a fun, entertaining piece of business. Just has a lot of long term problems, that, the, and even short term problems. Like, but in a bubble, yeah. but they're huge problems. If Pat McAfee wants to be a wrestler, right? If he wants to be someone that competes, he's not. Th- this is the problem. He's good enough to get through it. He's not actually good enough to do it. He's good enough that in small doses, doing this stuff is fine. And it can create a fun, entertaining match in small places. He's not actually good enough to be a week-in, week-out professional wrestling star. But if this was announcing, well, he wants to do that, it becomes more problematic because they think he's just famous and just over enough that they'll elevate him despite the fact that he's not good enough. I don't think that's what this is. I think this was merely about WrestleMania. But this goes back to the eternal problem. You can get all of it. You can get a crowd reaction to stupid Pat McAfee. And I, I don't hate Pat McAfee. He's not for me. I'm the jackass guy. Pat, Ma- Not the Pat McAfee guy, right? Like, I think they do. I, but I get it. I understand he's like you're, you're, you're not going to pretend that he didn't get a huge reaction. No, and I get why, what makes him likable. He's just dumb. He's not really trying to do anything. He's perfect for 2020, 2020, or 2022. He's absolutely perfect. What does he actually do super well? Nothing. He's Jimmy Fallon for professional wrestling. (laughs) There's nothing he does that's so exceptional, but he does it with a smile on his face, and he looks like he's having fun, and we all like that because the world sucks. So we like the fact that there's someone who appears to be enjoying what it is that he does. And does he do any any of it very well? No, he doesn't do any of it particularly well. The, I think he's a good commentator on SmackDown. I think he does a really good I, job on I SmackDown. I think in context, he's not actually a good commentator. He's a good personality. He's yeah, a but really that's what good, they need. Well, it'd be nice. Like It would be nice to have more moves called out. It would be nice for wrestling fans. That's, I think, that's I think never Michael been the color guy's role. I, I think that, there have I been think, times where the color guy has done that, one thousand percent, where have absolutely stepped in and said, "Corey, Corey Graves does it." Yes, sometimes. he does it constantly. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely, our color. That yeah, are, but let, let's not pretend Bobby Heenan was. I'm not try- out again. Moves. I'm not trying to say it's a must, right? But I'm judging what we're saying is because he's got a great personality, and that is the best compliment I can give. Pat McAfee's yeah. personality is overwhelming. He yes. is he's he's electric in that way. He just you all you make you want more of him because you're like, God, gee, this guy is just so goddamn likable. Right? Like that's what he comes off as. And so that translates in everything he does. When he does commentary, it translates. Is he actually telling you anything that's particularly insightful? No. 
But, no, but he's being funny, right. or he's being he's being interesting. He's not right. He's not a comedian either. He's not making particularly funny jokes. He's just having a good time. And again, I get it. We we like the idea of having a good time. The world sucks. Let us escape that for a little while and just have a good time. But he's not some sort of artist. He's not no. skilled in that way. He was a very skilled punter. I want to make it seem like I'm. God, it really does sound like feel like I'm trashing Patrick Mack. I, I know. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say, did you see? Did you see? Uh... There was something they showed where he pinpoint nailed a punt. Well, that uh, wasn't real. That wasn't the the WrestleMania thing. That was not. It real. wasn't. No, that was that oh, was. Oh, I the, thought it was. That was the magic of of pre-recording. I thought the something. other guy. That, that was Mister Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I thought no. I thought him doing it was real, and the other person doing no, it. No, stop, dude. Was, you don't oh. actually believe that. <laughs> Come on, I mean, man. You don't think NFL punters could do that? I, I think if you gave them a hundred tries, they might be able to get one to the exact spot that they're looking so to maybe, get. So maybe maybe he kicked it a hundred times. And then just maybe, kept the but yes. <laughs> but even even on his show where he doesn't have to be honest about anything, he was like, "Yeah, I totally got that oh, in one try." Yeah, like, okay. come on, man! Like you can't believe that he actually <laughs> did that. Um, and, which isn't to say that maybe maybe they didn't do a thousand takes, but if I had to guess, they did a take where he kicked the ball, especially considering what he was wearing. Uh, they did a ball where the take where he kicked the ball in the air and they cut it, and they had another thing where it was oh, dropping right. into the, the. I mean, yeah. if I had to guess, uh, but he is. I, I, when I say all these things, because people, I say that uh, this really is my Jimmy Fallon spiel. I'm not saying Jimmy Fallon isn't talented. It's that we all that understand broadcasting know why David Letterman was a better talk show host than Jimmy Fallon is. We uh, all I mean, he's a better talk show host than anybody. Right, was. we all have the un- understanding right. of someone's skill. Pat McAfee is not a particularly skilled. He is not a classic professional wrestler. He is not a funny comedian. He's not a brilliant comedian. He's not a gifted broadcaster. He's a guy that has enough ability to do all of those things. And by the way, this probably speaks to me because I do a million jobs and I not nearly on his level, but I kind of have to come off the same way. I get him. He does all of them just well enough and in such a pleasant way that we're all inclined to like Pat McAfee. Whereas people that are geniuses at what they do, we're not necessarily inclined to like. Right? Like people that are incredibly skilled at one particular profession, we're not always inclined to like. He is just good enough at all of these various things, and is so likable that we want more of him. But there's a limit to that. And you can get the moment. It was brilliant for them to have uh, the Seven Nation Army be his theme. because Oh, it was great. It was yeah. so stupid smart, because, again, it plays into the, you know... the, the We just want to have fun with exactly right. the populist. Oh, the populist side of him. Brilliant yes. for them to do that as his music. It has nothing to do with Pat McAfee in any way, but it's familiar to us. The way that Pat McAfee's likable, chanting along to Seven Nation Army is likable. We just like smile on our face. We like these things. They can do all of that and yet still in the end do the business that benefits them moving forward. All of these things are things they can do. It is not that hard. I don't know why we sell out every time because you can just have underhandedly Austin Theory win the match. Pat McAfee jump up, get into a fight with him. Vince McMahon start fighting with Pat McAfee, but sure as F not turn it into a match. And then as Stone Cold, you can do all of the exact same things without having to have Pat McAfee go over and then Vince McMahon go over him. 
None of that was necessary, and it well, benefits and, no one. And by the way, that's the most unforgivable part of this because— It's not. It's not. It is. Pat no, McAfee losing to Vince McMahon is fine. He's not a wrestler. The most unforgivable part is what you did to the guy that's the wrestler. There's no, no debate but it, there. But it further buries the wrestler by the guy that just beat him getting losing to Vince McMahon. But— the reason I say that is because can't move for eight minutes. If if uh, what all I'm saying is, if this is all the, the business, all the stuff you wanted to do, entertainment-wise, I'll leave the business word out of this. Entertainment-wise, everything that played out, if that's what you wanted to do, the easy the easy fix is in that part where like Stone Cold could have just come out. Do you know what I mean? You didn't yes. have to have Vince win the match. Like, I just, I literally just wrote the entire script. I just told you the exact script. You have Austin Theory win underhanded. After that, Pat Pat McAfee McAfee, is pissed off that he lost underhanded. Vince then gets back involved. It's two on one, and Stone Cold comes out. You still get, you still get Vince McMahon taking off the shirt and black tank top Vince McMahon, which is what everybody wants to see. As soon as the stare down starts, the Glass breaks. All I, I gotta, t- I gotta tell you though, it did really make me laugh really hard when the, <laughs> the referee, like when you realized it was gonna be a match. There was something about that that felt really big, like it felt like so surreal. Maybe is the better word. Surreal like, is a good word. Like really, like what? Like we're doing that, and like that's what they wanted, right? They wanted that reaction of like, oh my god, Vince McMahon's gonna wrestle a match. Like, what are we doing? And like, yes, it's a horrible idea, but I think that's part of the whateverness of it, you know? Like, and I was texting Aaron, like, holy shit, holy shit, we're doing this. Like, I can't believe we're doing this. Um, and then, and then it had, and then they had to do it. I mean, right? If if that, if you want that, you can still do that and just not have the match have a finish. Like, you can Correct. just start. Yeah, you should just have the, the start a match. Austin Theory pounding them down. Right, and then, and then have Stone Cold come out, and and the match never ends. And, and by the no way, one ever if cares. you really wanted to have Vince get a pin, Why? just have Austin Theory beat up uh, uh, Pat McAfee and just have Vince pin him. Don't have the. I mean, literally, how long was that match? Like five or six minutes. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was abs- everything about it was absurd. This was terrible. I mean, we I, you, we can't pretend. I, like I, it I was did love seeing those two close lines. That was really something. Like they had to do the clothesline. That was the only thing you could do, right? Well, but they wanted, you know, the, the thing with Vince in his arms. Of course, they wanted somebody. Somebody was like, get Vince's arms involved, so you can see his how big his arms are. This this, this stunk. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't care what dumb person loved it. This stunk. This was. It, it, like it was just and, and honest to God to the point where like even the stone cold thing could not do anything about it to save something for me. I was just so. And then we got the worst stunner in the history of stunners. Well, yeah, I mean, that was obviously <laughs> dreadful, which is a shame because my God, like between Byron the Saxton, Pat McAfee, the Pat McAfee, Mac- everybody's talking about McAfee, but Byron Saxton with one of the in- most yeah. incredible stunner cells in the history of humanity. I-, I love how they all managed to do different cells in like different good ways. You had right. uh, Austin Theory do the comical rock one. Yep. You had the spit take. Yep. Oh, there, it was wonderful. The stunner cells were, and and you I, could the tell. The Pat McAfee one was my absolute favorite. Well, because especially, well, especially when they showed the him on the outside drinking. Yeah. Yes, beer. that was a ten and a half. There's no debating <laughs> that. That was a ten and a half. Him laying on the floor drinking the beer. That was wonderful. Everything about that. But Mike, you don't. You can do it all. You can always do it all. It's not that hard. And I don't know how someone else doesn't walk in the meeting and say, "Okay, 
like like what you're thinking. Let me run this by <laughs> and see if maybe we can't accomplish all of these things at once. That's the infuriating part to me. Um, I have no idea how that was a positive, but that's <laughs> Brandon gets to spend his positive however he wants to spend them. Aaron, well, you're be, positive. Because, be, because of the other, like, again, I, I think we litigated a little litigated that a little bit this is all one thing and so because it's all one thing there was positive and there was not positive and i think that the positive the whole thing was entertaining enough for me to feel like it was a thing that was positive for me on the show compared to other things that were not okay. all right okay all right. aaron um you know what I'll, I'll just go with it as far as um you know if we're we're keeping it to the weekend Everything around Cody Rhodes was done perfectly. I, I, yes. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Can, can we can we talk about why it works? Because I, I I figured it out. There's there are there are two words that made it all work perfectly. Go ahead. Prodigal son. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything about it is saved because you know what they they managed to pull off with that little small thing in the character. A reason for him to be there? Not that's that's what they're telling. And a reason for him to be a star. No, they're telling you that. What they're accomplishing in the same way is that nothing that happened in AEW mattered, right? Because he was off doing stupid things. They rewrote his character. Everything about, despite the fact they literally gave him the exact same music. They and, re- save everything. They in, in, include. By the way, I thought they do the same music. I did not expect the the uh, more than oh, one royal wrestling family has more parts. than one royal family. Um, they what they did was they said we're he's acknowledging how awful it was. He was screwing up over there because yep. what's the story of the prodigal son? He goes out and he screws up. He's not a genius. He's not out there doing wonderful things and then coming back to his family. He's going out and screwing up. It's not just that he left. He left and screwed up. But despite the fact that he screwed up, his father was still happy to have him home. Kill the fatted calf. With those two words, you erase all of the garbage of the worst character in all of professional (laughs) wrestling for the last three years because they're telling you we know it sucked. He's not that. He's the prodigal son that's come home. I cannot believe how subtle it was that they pulled that off and made it so everything that was garbage about Cody Rhodes is irrelevant upon his return. I I am so rare to give this type of praise. It's one of the single most brilliant things I've ever seen WWE do. And it was just everything that time, the way they did the entrance, just everything along the way. Now, is it going, could it be problematic if he does all the same things over again in WWE? 100%. Yeah. If he tries to be, you know, the, 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 the the white savior, it's not going to be any better. The, the the raw promo at times made me a little bit nervous. I thought nothing, nothing overly bad about it. Just make me nervous. I, I would say I disagree with that because it felt more like his way. I really felt like his raw, his raw promo was pitch perfect in that. Yeah. I'm telling you it's more important here. And it's yep. unique to my family, and it's unique to me. And this isn't me taking my ball and leaving because things got bad or because I wanted more money. 
I'm selling you that everything is more important to me here than it could ever be anywhere else. And I think what you're alluding to, Aaron, is the idea that, like, if they elevate him over everyone else, if they do what AEW did... If he's the one dropping 20-minute promos at the beginning of shows... Here's the only thing, though. The, where, the, the interesting thing is they have a void at that position. So, like... If if that is the case, it's going to take a lot. Like who's going to who's going to make who's going to turn that south? There's nobody. Like Drew McIntyre is going to be the person to turn him south. I don't know if you heard he's not on Raw. But I'm just saying, you, you, I'm just saying in the whole show, roster. I don't know if you're aware. In the whole roster though. Who is the baby face right now who's primed for the for the world title that is going to make you turn on Cody? Um, doesn't necessarily have to be a baby face. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a baby face. Who's who's the who's the Kevin anybody? Owens? But 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 again, no, 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 it I, depends what you do with him. Of right? course, a lot of things depend on what you yeah, do. Yeah, that's, that's why I said like I, I you know there there was just a couple subtle you know small things and I was like okay if this is who he is again it, it was well done and everything. The, the reason I say all that is because that's who the crowd might want him to be, and I'm not so sure. I, I don't think we really want anybody to be a 20-minute promo at the start of the show person. But I don't, well, I, I don't I think, think that was, do and what I would yeah. say is I think that's unique to he's the guy that showed up for the first time in six Correct. years. Right. He had yes. to be the guy that did that. Um, I, I don't think that's his role moving forward. And I think continuing to have him work with Seth Rollins is quite smart. Like, we didn't really get a build. <laughs> we didn't get any of the other right. stuff. We, we could use that, and that's the perfect person. Now that we now that the character is what it is and the crowd reacted the way that it did, we know how the two of them can work moving forward. Seth continues to be the smarmy kind of prick. Cody's the guy that needs to... Cody Rhodes needs to be the person that is hell-bent about living out the dreams of his father. It That has to be his yeah. character because that will always be relatable. Yes. When he comes off, the, the the first thing that we talk about well, is, and plus he gets the dusty rub. Right. If he does that. Right. Well, 1, that 000, that's the point. Right. One thousand yeah. percent. Um, when we talk about what went wrong, part look, the promos were bad and the character direction was bad, but the other element of it was you're also one of the guys in charge, or at least we thought he was one of the guys in charge. And immediately that doesn't exist in WWE, right? Like Correct. We, we're not gauging if, if they if they push if they push him to the stars, it's not him pushing himself. Exactly to the stars. right. It's someone right. It's, we, it's we've always said that. A thousand percent. And, and keep brand and keep Brandy a thousand miles from this. I I, th- I think that too. I would probably tend to agree with. The the Cody story and until he ultimately wins the belt is should be about him being there to to fulfill this family dream and that will be always eternally embraceable after you get to that point wherever you go you go you know what i mean like and i don't think mm-hmm. that i don't think that has to happen at SummerSlam either in fact i would think that would be something presuming we're going to have two belts again that would be a smart build for next wrestlemania right like i don't think you yeah. rush to that I think you let that. Maybe you tease something at Survivor Series. I let like, him experience some disappointment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Let oh, their, yeah. And that's the thing. You need the disappointment in there. Um, I think Randy Orton would be a, a wonderful person for him to beat. There's a built-in story there. Uh huh. I, th- I I think Randy would be the perfect person to also give him that dash of reality. To to have maybe to have Randy Orton beat him at summer at SummerSlam. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be. And then ultimately, I think there's a lot that you can do there, man. You, I, you know, you may be a second generation superstar like I am, but you're not as good as me. You, you're, you know, you're yep. not the. Yep. You know, basically, my father is prouder of me. Mm -hmm. That sort all of thing. All of that stuff. Oh, it's all wonderful, man. Look, I'm not. I, uh, uh, you know, Randy Orton can say he surpassed his father. Yes. Correct. I mean, by right? Far. Yeah, you'll never be as good as your father. Whereas, oh man, God, that's all of that's it's wonderful. So it, good. It's, it all right? works. All of it works. Look, I, I I still think there's a limitation to what Cody is, right? And I and I've, I'm not changing that just because he showed up in WWE. I not I never think that he can be John Cena. But I think that you can get out of this a lot. I think can, can there he is be all. Seth Rollins? hundred percent. I think, I think he, he can, could be Randy Orton. Yep. I think he's he'd be closer to Randy Orton than Seth Rollins. I don't think he can ever have the charisma of Seth Rollins. I just don't think. I, I mean, Seth, Seth I Rollins. Mean, no, I mean career wise. Like, sure. Can he have yeah. Seth Rollins' career? Yes. Right, he where can. he's constantly relevant. Sure. Yes, I think yes. that's totally possible. Where he's absolutely the outside but of the I, top I think guy. The type of performer he can be could be Randy Orton. I think I think that that's a closer comparison to me, where y you acknowledge. Look, we've seen more from Randy Orton and his character in more recent years than we saw originally, and clearly, right now, we're seeing you know far more. Um, but his character always kind of was what it was. I think one of the problems they had in in AEW was they were trying to make Cody Rhodes something that he wasn't. He's not dynamic in that way. He's solid. Let him be He's solid. He's good, good at a lot of things, but not really elite at anything. Right. Play no him. pun intended. Uh, you, you, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, go with that. But yes, as far as the, how it unfolded, I, as as the guy that has been more anti-Cody Rhodes than anyone on the planet, gobsmacked. I mean, truly gobsmacked by how pitch perfect it ended up being. I, I in a million years, could not have, and I... I could not have fathomed something that worked as well as Prodigal Son worked. I, I it's, it, 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 it yeah. You, and, and by the way, I know we all knew this going in, but like, we just have to, oh, like, overstate. We, I mean, you can't overstate. We, we have to try how perfect an opponent Seth Rollins uh, was I mean, it's, it's, for this. It, yes, it yes. is the brilliance of Seth Rollins. No question. The brilliance of Seth Rollins is that it. Oh God, I can't get it. And by the way. I popped so hard at the Stardust. Um, no, it, you know, it was wonderful, right? You have because, to. You have listen, to address it. You have to address it. You have to. And the and by the way, thank God for Corey Graves because he was the only one that picked up on it. Well, the other guy, I don't, started talking about him showboating. I yeah, you're he did, but he's like, oh, Cody Rhodes is going to showboat, and he I, said, no, that's not showboating. That's shedding skin of the. I, of yeah, the I don't. That was a great line, by the way. Yes. Right, and oh, it was a wonderful line, and that's make what makes me wonder if that wasn't scripted. I I don't. Oh, there there was a lot of stuff scripted, yeah. by the way. Did Did you see the the Zelda commentary that you know Cody like wrote down and yeah. had him say? Yeah, I I I don't know that that was really just the brilliance of Corey Graves as much as it was like. The fact that he well, nailed the, only, the, the line. The only reason I say that is because, okay, uh, of course this could all be bullshit, but Cody Rhodes in the interview said that he just did that, that that was not planned, the Stardust thing, that he had he made an agreement okay. with Vince McMahon that we're not going to reference Star Stardust okay. ever, we're not going to ever do Stardust, and then three seconds into his match he yeah, did a Stardust. I mean, I, don't, don't forget, he also did that in, like, what was it his second uh, independent match in Defy? Right. Yeah, like this I, is I this something. It. Does it. By the way, by the way and not that, bad at all. That's speaking as someone who absolutely loved Stardust. I, I, I constantly hear people talk about how bad Stardust was. I did not believe that it was bad. I thought, and maybe, and maybe that's just because he was so good at doing 
something that was bad. Maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but Stardust was damn enjoyable to me. I thought he was fantastic. I mean, again, what can you do with it? Uh, yes, there's all those conversations, but so I, I like that little nod. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I certainly, I enjoyed it, and I, I enjoyed everything about Cody Rhodes, which again is just the. The upset of all upsets, man. By the way, well, what about this, the crowd coming for the dusty moves? I mean, oh, the yeah. crowd went. Oh, by nuts. the way, that finish was per again oh, another yeah. little note. Perfect picture, perfect. So much there was so much but, to. What like. one more thing I just want to in in yeah. relation to this, just because mm-hmm. something dawned on me there. Um, in the build, by the way, we got to give credit to Seth Rollins, yeah. Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn for all basically building matches on their own. I mean, brilliant. Knoxville was involved, but, but he yeah. was involved. But as far yeah. as on screen, like that, that was largely social media. And yeah, stuff. he had yeah, to do almost. But, but he was. I. You know what? I am going to agree with Brandon though. He was heavily involved. He was. Yeah. He, yeah. Like in comparison, I mean, they, they, he, he was, was having them come out the things. Yeah. And, like he was. Okay, that, he was. But definitely, he flew uh, an Kevin, airplane with right. the seven Owens and Seth Rollins. Yes, one thousand percent. All right. Um, I'm going to go off the off the radar a little bit for my next like because I, as I said on Twitter on Friday night. I don't the Hall of Fame is not for me. The only time I've ever watched it was the time that, that Brandon wanted us to go. Um but when I I am a softy, uh, parenthood has done that to me. And when I saw the clip of Shad's kid mm-hmm. and JTG, I said I need to go watch this. And what that led to was me accidentally watching the entire Hall of Fame ceremony. Now I'm I'm not I'm gonna avoid all of that, right? Because I do have some thoughts on all of it. I, I they're never gonna do it, but the the conversation beforehand about changing the name of the award should be as loud as it ever was. It should be even louder. That was I, I was wrecked. That was as special a moment as I've ever seen in WWE programming. All of it. Um, the JTG doing the thing with his son, I... Oh, man. I, I'm still getting wrecked thinking about it. Um, his wife was wonderful, and, and making fun of JTG and the, the speech was <laughs> tremendous. I mean, e- everything about it was so perfect that again, it runs into the problem, which was you already had people that were clamoring for them to change the name of the award, and afterwards, my God, how do you not? Like, how do you not do it? Um, and it also made me think that maybe JTG should get another run because he looks yep. amazing. Um, but it was, if you didn't watch it, don't just watch the clip. Go back and watch the entire thing. It was such a special professional wrestling moment. And yes, that can only happen given the circumstances, right? Like you can't, you can't manufacture something like this. And any human being that saves their child and loses their life in the process, reflecting on them is going to feel special, but they somehow manage to make it even better with such simple subtlety. I, you know, in hindsight, a lot of people as it was happening, I started searching because I was so enamored with the moment. I started searching. And there were a lot of people that were very angry that it was Dana Warrior presenting the award instead of JTG himself being the one. 
That's always Dana Warrior presenting the award. I understand that, but th- like th- what we're saying is this that's is part of the problem. This <laughs> is more important than you. You're just not that important any longer. I'm sorry. Like we've all kind of we know enough about we we played along a little bit because we all like the Ultimate Warrior as a character, but we just know too much now, and we yeah. don't really want to continue this. Like we still love the Ultimate Warrior character and the great memories that we have, but playing along and pretending like. It, it's it's too much now, right? It's too much. And so I understood that, but I almost wonder if it would have taken away from the power of JTG walking down with his son and doing that if he had been the one that, that introduced him on top of that. I don't know. It was it was such a beautiful moment, man. Like, it really... And it made me watch the entire thing. And the entire thing was not that great. Um, but that moment was so good that it forced me to watch the entirety of the Hall of Fame ceremony because it was that effing special. I got nothing to say on top of that. I mean, it was, right. was, as you said, just an absolutely wonderful moment. All right. Yep. Then we'll move on back to the negatives. We'll go to the flip side. So you guys want to talk about uh, Braun Breaker or what? <laughs> you guys want to have that conversation? Or how do we go about Because it's funny how it was bad, got worse, got worse, and got worse than that. What was any of this? What was the point of any of it? Can, can we just put the entirety of NXT TakeOver in there? I disagree. I disagree. There were moments, but the idea, uh, simply the idea that Raw is more important than the big NXT TakeOver. But I that, think was, is... that was unique to one thing. Yeah. What are you talking about? That was one thing, which is the problem. The problem isn't the NXT you takeover. You can't say the whole show sucks because they no, did no, that no, on no, Raw. no. But but I, I can I can say the idea of NXT 2.0 again is just it's a mess right now. But but, 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 yes. but hold on, Raw is always going to be more important than NXT. Would wait, they wait, have wait. ever in the past, always? Wait, wait, hang on. Hang would on, they hang have on, ever in the past said we don't want this moment on the WrestleMania NXT takeover? Would they have but, ever done that? But you're, you're having two different. I'm yeah. specifically we don't talking know that about they that. They didn't make that decision the next day. What, what you're what you're saying though is unfair. The takeover was excellent. Yeah, it was, it take, was a takeover itself. I'm just show. saying the idea of NXT right now. But oh yes, let, let's go back to Broadway. This is, but I think it's important because I, I don't have a negative about the show. The show was great. Yeah. But every element of this, what's unique to Braun Breaker, is utterly nonsensical. As I said a million times. There was no need for Dolph Ziggler to be here. And it's so much worse that they ended up blowing off what should have been the main event on NXT 2.0, not even on Raw. They did it on NXT 2.0. Gunter versus Braun Mm -hmm. Breaker should have been the main event. It didn't do that. What Mm -hmm. was any of this? What was the thought process here? How did it get so wrong on so many levels unique to Braun Breaker? You can't paint that. Brandon, to your point, they might have decided to do something else on Sunday. Yeah, they might have. But where was the thought process on any of this? And it makes well, that's the only explanation is that they're like this. And I posited this to Aaron earlier. I was like, what if, you know, okay, so Saturday they're like, and there's some again. We don't know, but there's some stuff out there from different uh, dirt sheet reporters or whatever that after Saturday, the report was, well, they want Dolph Ziggler to hold this title for a long time, which made me think Braun Breaker was going up, right? Mm -hmm. Then 
they did the thing on Raw that from reports are that that was like a last minute change or something. And that made me think, well, somebody didn't approve Braun Breaker going up or whatever. And it was it was proposed but declined. And so they're like, oh, well, shit, we did. We didn't give him the belt. So now we got to give him the belt. And maybe that helps with, hey, in this, we can kill two birds with one stone. We can promote NXT. We can get people to care about this guy, you know, as we've had him on Raw a couple of times now. And then you go to NXT and they hot shot the Gunter match in one day, which made me think that maybe Gunter's going up. Oh, it's almost certain. That oh, that's there's what other reason would you there. do that. And then <laughs> I got my thoughts and prayers out to Rick Steiner, wherever he is. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, yes. I hope he's okay. Yes. <laughs> yes you're immediately like, moving to Joe Gacy, right? So or or Harlem or, or, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Like what what is that? So so th- this is there's so much here. And yes. but the heart of it goes back to why we're so infuriated about what they did to NXT, which is it's your fault. You're the ones who do this. The yeah. problem isn't what was happening there. It's that there's no the right hand isn't talking to the left hand. Correct. And now you've gotten rid of the left hand, and the right hand isn't even talking to the right hand. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. But what yes. is going on? What is any of this? It's so utterly nonsensical. There is no good that comes out of it. Once you decided that you were going to do um, an NXT championship match on Raw, maybe at least have the decency to put it at the end of the night and maybe at least put it in the main event so like the big thing going off the screen is Braun Breaker to give him that rub. You dumped it in the middle of the show to where people were like, oh, that okay, that I guess that happened. Sure, why not? Own, you know, and We can talk about what happened at the end of the show because that was nothing. Um <laughs> Like, my God, what was... This goes back to the, these aren't that difficult of things to do. And you can say, well, people change their mind and that's part of the problem. Then it's always going to be a problem. You're always, no matter what you do, you are damning this eternally. And and that might be where we can bleed into a bigger conversation about NXT 2.0, Aaron, which is you're damning this by saying, I'm always... I'm putting Vince McMahon, I'm speaking, I'm always just going to, on the flip of a switch, change everything about this, screw over any thoughtfulness that you've had, any long-term booking you might want to do, and say, deal with it. And if that's the case, you can do NXT 12.0, nothing will ever be any different. This is the problem. This makes no sense. And it's super infuriating that you could have had, the main event that you should have had, make that a classic, a barn burner between Braun Breaker and Gunter, pay it off, move Gunter up if you want to, go that route, although right now, do we really want Gunter up? And and that's actually part of the reason I'm so down. Like, they've messed that up. Yes, <laughs> they have. There's lots of things that have been messed up about that. Slow boy have they messed that up. Um, It's all so nonsensical. It all is so wretched and none of it actually helps Braun Breaker. Like, at the end of the day, at least if you can say, hey, this was good for Braun Breaker, I mean, you could have said that if he won in the main event of the pay-per-view. You could have said that if he won in the main event on Monday night. You could have said that about anything. Instead, it just sort of feels like he's 
the, the, you know, he's got to shrug like, hey, sorry, guys, but hey, you still like me, right? And it led to awkwardness to start the show. I, like, the NXT crowd was weird on Wednesday because well, they're of ass, they're assholes anyway. They weren't. I, they I haven't been like. like they have not been like this. They have not been no, like this, this week in and week out. Well, there there are t- other times they've been pretty bad, but it's been a while. But 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 for the most part, they've been on the Braun Breaker train. Whether or not they yep. actually like him, they were willing to play along with Braun Breaker. And this was the first sign of wait a second. Real weird. Real weird. Not good. Nothing about it is good. I I. I come away from it saying, okay, whatever. And it's a bummer. I, you know, you guys can say whatever you want because I dis- I thought TakeOver was wonderful. I thought, I, it, was I thought it was great, too. Wonderful pro wrestling show. It, it don't, was, don't, don't loop me into that. It I was, thought it was it good. Was, it was weird in context, but just from start to finish, great show. Great show. And the ladder match was outstanding. Yeah, ladder match yeah, was outstanding. Th- 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 I'm a, you guys can save that for if you want to. You get positive and negatives. Oh, sorry. This is just the Braun Breaker thing specifically. What the F? All right, uh, let's go. We got to pick up the pace because we're yep. already at four fourteen. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, uh, next negative. Uh, for the negative, and and this will be a little bit of a hedge negative because I I understand what happened here. But when you're talking about a match that Migs came on a couple weeks ago and said it was the match that he was looking forward to more than any other on the card, and many people felt the same way, mm-hmm. the AJ Styles Edge match never got out of second gear. It was, and and again, I understand why this is going to be a continuing feud. They wanted to save a lot for the future, mm-hmm. but it's just always weird when you do that at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I hear you. I, I I'm not. I, I guess I part of the problem is again, I didn't have the the same expectations that other people had for yeah, it, right? Like I, I I just I don't. I do I do agree with Aaron though. Like we were talking about this. Like it just it once. It, I mean, there are other things to talk about. Um, in the same vain but like once it ended we were kind of like oh like it didn't really get to that next level and you expect that at wrestlemania now i'm not saying it should have been this is the greatest show or anything like that like i didn't expect it to live up to seth cody but it should have been in the neighborhood of like edge seth Right, like it should have been in the, uh, like the first one, not like it, the crazy Hell in a Cell or whatever. It it, like, it felt it felt very much like they were holding back a lot. A hundred percent, and and like, I just don't like the idea of WrestleMania being the place where you do that. Yes, um, I I think you do that in the match before WrestleMania. Like if they were gonna wrestle at Royal Rumble or whatever, like I think that's when you do it, and then you, like WrestleMania should be where you try to outdo seth and cody you know what i mean i i, 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 I think it makes more sense that they moved it off of saturday when we were talking about how yes. it, it was the one mm-hmm. like men's match that you could you know look forward to and the fact that they were doing what they did i think it made it more sense that they said okay we can't do that on saturday like we can't that that doesn't work we got to do it on a day where we haven't uh you know we haven't even talked about that we'll have to talk about I know. it in a second yep no that's, <laughs> um, uh, that's it's fine. coming that's fine um look i i'm with you i i am at least intrigued enough about where they're going with Edge's faction. Who was the other name that I heard that they were thinking of? Champ- Champa was thrown out. And right. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, yeah. And I, that all sounds kind of interesting to me, right? Yep, like, yep. I, I can't say that I'm opposed to that idea. I think that sounds intriguing. Um, you got you to gotta flush that out, obviously, in order to get there. But, yeah, I mean, was, was it a great match? No, it was definitely not a great match. It was just sort of a part of the show. Um, you're not wrong about that. All right, Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, the main event just fell flat to me. Yeah, it's a bummer. It, it, it sucks that, that I feel that way because it should have been that big 
guys beat the shit out of each other for 10 minutes at least match. I mean, the length, I'm not, I don't even remember what the length was. It just, it felt really short, whether it was or not is irrelevant. It felt like nothing ever happened in the match. Uh, it to was be not. It was 12 minutes and 15 seconds. It yeah, was yeah. the second longest match on the on night. Uh, no, it was the third. No- Knoxville technically was the second one. That's funny. It was the third longest match. But still, 12 minutes. I mean, oh, like. I, I get it. I get it. The length not, is not fine. Not a lot happened it, in the 12 minutes. But that's the issue, right? It's not the 12 minutes. Like, if, if, if. I think, you know, I know you guys didn't agree, but I think there was like a, one of the random five minute, seven minute Goldberg matches that we talked about. Yeah, where like Orlando. so much crazy shit happened that you were just like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I still think that we would have felt differently about it if not for the finish. I really think that it. Yeah, the all, finish did. Suck. I think the finish really is the killer for all of it. Um, Maybe, but it also, I, I think, is. The the way the match was being structured, I, I do I the finish definitely hurt a lot, and whether that was because of injury or whatever. Right. Um, but the the build up to to that point wasn't great either. But by the way, that's the only okay explanation for that finish. Oh, is that it, it, someone it's was literally hurt. like I, I'm refusing to even take any it other. It has to be what happened, right? Because yes. if not, like this someone was, a... was injured. I don't know who someone was injured. Because typically it's like Brock Lesnar gets like 18 Superman punches and four spears and throw the announce table on top of him. And, you know, and you, you really have to like kill the boss. Right. And that's what they usually do in these matches, whether it would be. And I believe they do that with Roman too. Like he right. wasn't well, losing. Roman, Roman has, loves that, that yeah. running back and forth spear where he goes right. like four times across the ring. Like we didn't even get that. Well, he tried to, but he countered it. But, but yeah, right. like, like, but, but I, I, I will say this, like, even if, like, let's say that Brock was going to win. He was never going to win. But let's say he was going to win. That's also how Roman would have lost. Like, that's what this match is. This match is the match where the dude has to get, like, 18 finishers to lose. Um, And when you go into it expecting something like that, and this is how you have to finish the match. And by the way, it's for both titles. So you're telling, and they're telling us this is the biggest match in the history of WrestleMania. It's just unfortunate that it had to end we can't we can't get around that and it's made worse by you deciding to give the main event on raw to roman reigns only for him to do nothing like right we 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 can't oh i mean yeah we can't say you can say that about the whole show but Eh, that's not fair that's not fair it's not most of the whole show i mean it was really unfortunate that you had bianca come out and do nothing you had roman reigns come out and do i know this isn't about raw so i won't keep going but there was a couple little things in there. You literally um, crowned the new NXT champion. I'm not sure if you remember that part. Um, like, okay. Like I, I know what you're, <laughs> I know what you're saying, but it's particularly problematic when it's the la- the, the end of the show is you announcing. Watch SmackDown. You're literally <laughs> announcing you're not doing anything. Like you're literally that's, saying watch SmackDown. That's that's that that was wretched, and uh, there's no way of getting around it. All right, so we're into the fifth round. So I think this is going to be like we're gonna we're gonna just start doing uh, a pop shot. It doesn't matter if it's negative, positive. Things we still need to talk about. Brandon, you go first. Ezekiel. Yep, sure, fine. Um, <laughs> look, it sucks. I mean, there's no getting around it. It's, it <laughs> it's sucks. It's really there's, funny for a second. There, like, there's one way it works if he's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane. Yeah. Okay, fine. If, if we go full comedy with it and he <laughs> and, goes, no, my name is Ezekiel right. and points to a name tag, right. I'm all in. Yeah, but that's not what I want from, you know, like. No, I, it's not what I want. Yeah, but. and, and the, the problem really being like, 
I actually can understand if you felt the need to repackage Elias because there's a limit to what you think that Elias character could do. Like, fine, I disagree. I love Elias. I totally disagree with right. that, by the but, way. But if that's what you feel, that's what you feel. It ain't this. Like, this this isn't doing more than that. So, do you know what? I will I will pitch one thing that I don't think they're capable of. Um, but there's a way, and and I, so I talked to Aaron about this a little bit where, um, uh, in hold on a sec, let me gather my thoughts. So, in context of what this was supposed to be, which we don't know, but there are some context clues that, like, with what they were teasing with those promos before Elias was just going to come back as something else that didn't reference Elias. Like I know I'm making a couple leaps there, but I don't know if you say Elias is dead. If you're going to have some guys come out and say he's Elias's brother, I think what could be good about this is if this is somehow a way to revitalize Elias in that he's like, he's, he's lost. And he's trying to be someone else, and he's trying to pretend like he's something he's not, and that eventually comes back into Elias. Yeah, I mean, you can that do could it. Be cool. I just don't think they're capable of it. I, I well, I hear you, and I actually do. I do think they're capable of it. I, it's it smells to me just sort of like you know kicking your your tires for a few months, like that. You can do it. I'm not. I'm not saying it could be bad. It's just not. It's not. It's not elevating him in any way. Like it doesn't make it better. It's Elias was great. You know, like this isn't. Yeah, I just more Elias. Give me more Elias instead of doing that. There's no way. And by this the way, is when you go that. to Brooklyn, what's going to happen? I mean, you know, uh, walk, walk with, with Elias. Elias. Well, they, they were doing it in the crowd at Raw. Yeah, so, yeah. man, come on, man. Yeah. All right, Aaron, you're next. Um, Logan Paul was tremendous in this match. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he was I really good. I didn't think he was as good as everybody else did, but I'm not saying he was bad either. Like, I just, I think that we... I, I think he was very, very good. I, I think, and part of the problem for me is that, like, Bad, Bad Bunny sent a new standard. Like, he was functional, and I'll, and I, and I'll take that, right? Like... But he was, but he was a better character than Bad Bunny. Well, I, I think... Because he can speak the language. What did you say? Well, I, I mean, like, because he was actually... Bad no, Bunny I wasn't, just mean, like, because he's a D-bag, and he was being a D-bag, and he's such a good D-bag... That it just it, played into like bad guy, good bad guys will always play better than good good guys, and he is such a good villain that I thought it fit in to WWE perfectly, and then he could athletically perform well enough that we were carried by the fact that his facial expressions were so good and his outfit was so good and his everything else like the rest of the package was perfect so i'm gonna the athletic part i'm gonna i'm gonna judge it i have no interest in more logan paul this did not make me want any more oh, logan I'm not, paul i mean whatsoever. i don't want bad bunny I, back I, 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 I disagree with that i wanted bad bunny back he was so good he was a wrestler like he was logan paul was a wrestler i disagree I with too. that and, and and but what i what i mean by that is i don't want him on raw every week I don't want any of these guys on Raw every week. Like, I think it should be special and held for special occasions. And uh, I think, and, and what I'm saying is, I don't want another special occasion with Logan Paul. I'm done with Logan Paul. We've, well, we've gotten. And, and I, and I, and I, I disagree. I want Logan Paul versus the Miz at Summer. Well, no, see, here's nope. why I don't want that. Nope. And the one thing that's really stupid that was supposed to be a face turn for Logan Paul. Yep. I do not want oh, anything really? to do with face Logan Paul. <laughs> 
That's I, no interest. You've got that's my point is you've milked it. You've gotten everything out of it that you can get out of it. There's no more. There's no next layer to Logan Paul. He can just be a douchebag. So fine, he can yeah. partner with the Miz because the Miz is a douchebag too, right? Like fine. That's what you can do. That's it. There's no other element to his character. There's nothing else that you can do. And in what other context do you need another douchebag? There we go. I mean, it's wrestling. You always need douchebags. I disagree. You've got one. You've got your guy. Yes. He is your douchebag. You don't <laughs> need another one. You've got your guy. I, I, ha- I have to say, Logan Paul wearing the like $900,000 Pokemon card was a good touch. Sure, fine. <laughs> it's not it it's him, though. That's the, pro- that's yeah. the problem. And why we don't want to see him more is he's too good. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I guess that puts me uh, up next on the, the hot seat. Um, I, I don't know, man. I... I am not sure how to feel about the Bobby Lash. This is the funny thing about the Bobby Lashley uh, Omos thing. My Omos complaint is that I want him buried because I don't think he can go. I don't think he can do anything. But then you actually saw him do a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> to bury him. So I'm in a weird spot with that where I can't call it a positive or a negative because it it was what I would have wanted, but he actually looked like maybe he could be semi-functional. Like, again, at a very... I'm setting the bar low. I just, at, at a big man level. Right. Could could you be the big show? And I, not quite, but at least you saw enough there that I was like, well, maybe he could be. Like, m- maybe he could, with some more work, get to the point where he could be the big show. And then you buried him. <laughs> so, I don't I'm know. I'm very concerned, by the way, what uh, taking MVP does to Lashley as well. I disagree with that. I think we like Bobby Lashley. I don't think I we, think we do, but I, th- I just I think he was an important part of that package. I I think he was for what you were doing. I actually think this makes sense. Is now Bobby Lashley just kind of doesn't talk. Bobby Lashley is just there to be the guy that we like to watch perform. Um, I I've I think that actually was quite smart. Um, I I think that if you're saying Bobby Lashley is a real face moving forward, he's part of the show that we like that we want to watch. I think this was all particularly well done because I think that what makes us like Bobby Lashley is not going to have anything to do with promos. It's that we like him because he's a freak of nature and he's a hell of a performer and he can do things that other humans can't do and just focus on that moving forward. Um, yeah. yeah uh, by the way, I was I told Aaron I was a little taken aback on the pop he got at WrestleMania. Uh, he got. A massive. We talked about it over the last year. Bobby Lashley yeah. has been one of the best parts of professional wrestling for yes. a, and so, a and so, yeah. And so for all those reasons, I I totally get why they did what they did, and then why they did that on Monday. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like what they did on Monday. I thought what they did on Monday was smart I because agree. you, if you want to push Bobby Lashley to the moon, he cannot be with MVP. Like that can't be part of. Or, or at least I don't know if MVP, I agree with that. Hold on, wait. Let me qualify that. I don't really mean that. What I really mean is MVP can help push it the other direction. Like if you put if you put MVP on the opposite side of him, he can help that. Like he, I think he he almost can make sure. him more of a face that way than he could if he was with him, um, because he's such a good villain and he's such a good and Omas needs. A mouthpiece, well, uh, there, there's no question about that. <laughs> More so than Bobby Lashley does. I, I think Bobby Lashley's fine on the mic. Right. I don't think he's great. I think he's fine. I think if Brock Lesnar can do it, Bobby Lashley can do it. 
Um, and I think I'm excited to see what we see out of Bobby Lashley. We've never had this version of face Bobby. I mean, we kind of did because they didn't know what to do with him for a minute. Um, and the hints that we got of it were great, right? So I'd like to see that ver- the version of Bobby Lashley who's a baby face but also a, a killer and not not the not the baby face we saw before who mm-hmm. had no personality. Right. Right. You know, so no, he's not a baby face. He's just a guy that you like. You like exactly. He's he's, it's, he's it's, gonna be quote unquote a good guy in right. the equation, but, but he's closer, not a baby. It's closer right. to the badass character that we've talked it's, about. It's in Brock Lesnar. Yes. Um but it's a the, the, the one we've gotten lately. It's a specific version and less. Because again, Brock Lesnar, I tried telling you, you guys didn't see it, but I did. It was going south. It was less talky, less talky, more ass kicky. That's what you want from that character. Less Silly. I don't know. I kind of like that last week where he said he's coming for his blood. That was, I, I did like that. That that I was one that. of the be- That was one of the better ones. All right, that was one yeah. of the better ones. Um, and now it, it, again, it was we it, we'll bring it back. I think I think I can probably tap out. I don't think I have all that much left. Um, in in the I'm trying, to, trying to think of anything else that I felt like. Um, look, I you're not gonna like this. They the Gable season fell flat. It was bad. Oh. It was it, awful. I, I don't disagree. It was and it was so unnecessary, and it made the street profits look terrible in the process. Like it was bizarre. It it, it was very sucked. Bizarre. And, yep. and like I, I like the idea of him in a program with Chad Gable, but that's the only thing good. Well, that and we, I and I like the idea of him interacting with the street profit. I like the yes. idea. Like the, it seems like there was a cousin of a good idea in there somewhere. Yes. But it was not a good idea. None of it worked. Especially not after you did the thing the night before as well. Right, and it was that's what made it so unnecessary. And, and with Wait, what's the By night the way, before? Oh, just had him come whoever, out or whatever. Never had the idea of putting him anywhere near Stephanie. That's yeah, a what? bad I don't know what that was either. There was so much of this that was just nonsensical. Um, you didn't need to do any more with Gable Steven- Stevenson unless you were actually putting, like, the fact that he's not going to be back for a few months means you didn't need to do it. You'd already reminded everybody he was there. You'd already accomplished that, that he exists. You didn't need to do this, and you sold out the Street Profits in the process. Like, ah, yeah, we lost again, but gee, gosh, golly, let's all let's all drink together, right? Like, it just makes them look small. It's bad. Everything about it is bad. Doesn't accomplish anything. I'm out. See ya. Um, doesn't mean that they'll screw up. I, again, it doesn't mean that Gable Stevenson is ruined or won't be a star of stars when he arrives. It was just, in this context, fell flat, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, Aaron. Uh, are we sticking just to uh, WrestleMania or the full weekend as a whole? Because I just want to shout out, I, I, as you said, I watched about an infinity hours of wrestling all across and just want to shout out, you know, there was a lot of great performers this weekend, including, of course, AJ and Tahuti in that match against yep. uh, Shane and O'Shea, yep. which was phenomenal. And everyone seeing the gift from uh, AJ doing the moonsault. But that unreal. whole match was yeah. really, really good. And, and Brianna and Rev were great as it well. Was, it was so good that he bailed on us this week. He said, I'm sorry, I'm too big. I can't come on with you. I said, all right, fair enough. Yep. But, um, you know, I, I went and watched it all spring break, which had a great match between uh, Alex Zane and Speedball. Mike Bailey Speedball was great. And uh, uh, watched the Ring of Honor show. Of course, everyone's talking about that Briscoe's SDR match, which was great. Um, you know, just a lot of good wrestling out there. So I encourage, highly encourage you, if you missed it, to just go back and see what you can find from uh, the weekend. Because it was really, really good weekend of wrestling. Brandon, any other thought that you needed to get in? Um. I- you know, I think we kind of touched on it, but I just my overall thought on Raw, which is that it was that's not the show you do after a really buzzy WrestleMania. No. Um, I think they had a I think they had a lot of good. Um, I mean, 
reflecting the ratings, right? Like the ratings reflect the fact that they had a lot of good faith going into Monday to do absolutely freaking nothing. I mean, I, I, I'm generalizing. I know there was a couple things there, like the NXT champion. I, 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 you're probably picking on me a little bit by saying that. But no, what I'm really, I, I, you're right, by the way. You're 100% it's, it's insane right. insane that they didn't do anything this in this is, show. But Brandon, it's the point. The point is when you sell out for the moment at WrestleMania and don't consider the business, this is what comes from that. You can say you had a really buzzy WrestleMania, but it had nothing to do with what you were doing moving forward. It right. all lived it, within the, the vacuum of WrestleMania. But like, but like, part of the buzz does have something to do with what you're doing going forward, what? which is what's Bianca gonna do? Be, what's Roman Reigns gonna do? But be, what's Roman Reigns RK wasn't. Rowe but Roman do? Reigns wasn't the buzz. The buzz from WrestleMania was very unique. Stone, Stone Cold Steve so, Austin, Johnny Knoxville, Pat but, McAfee. But, but a lot of people do want to know what Roman Reigns is going to do now that he has both championships. That is part of this. I would, I 1000% would like them to have done something with Roman Reigns. But part of the problem, the, in talking, the, the context that you're talking speaks to the problem, the WrestleMania problem. When you always sell out for the moment, when you don't put Bianca in the main event, when you always sell out for what lives within that weekend, this is the payoff for it. But I think I think there's another problem we're not talking about, and that's why I wanted to bring this up. I think combined with what you're saying, SmackDown is also the other problem because I think SmackDown is now the show where they're going to want to do that. And not just because you can go on Raw and say watch SmackDown because it's on Fox, mm -hmm. because we know internally they look at that as the A show now. We've said and that for some time. That's not new. I mean, that's been that no, way. No, for... but it's it, but it, we haven't talked about it in context of WrestleMania because what would were our eyes always fixated on right after WrestleMania? Well, Raw, you. right? I hear you, but I mean the WrestleMania Raw so is, is the Raw after WrestleMania dead? It's been this dead. This is the second one it's in a row. Been, it, Brandon, we so were it's at not the, the second one. It's been bad for. Yeah, several we were years at now. the one in Brooklyn where they literally didn't even attempt to do anything. Oh other yeah, than the, all the, they brought the, out the, the most they brought out the Undertaker thing of all yes. time where they did title for title. Yes, and then just and had Sheamus and the bar. I mean, it was insane. It's been years since the Raw after WrestleMania like, has been. We, okay, The Undertaker came out, but and that he was, wasn't on WrestleMania. That was only interesting because he wasn't on WrestleMania. We were like, oh, hey, here's The Undertaker. Well, no, was... But I'm saying, like, they did that because it was the Raw after WrestleMania. Like, there was no Raw after, like, what was that supposed to be? Ezekiel? That was they, the Raw after they, WrestleMania they, return? They, they did have an NXT championship change. Like, we are pretending like that's nothing. It is a thing, right? Like, well, we, we just, we just... Yes, we don't the way, agree that it should have happened. Yes, we, we don't like it, but we yeah. can't pretend like it's nothing. That's, like that, it, yeah. it was a thing that occurred. Now, again, there's so many relevant conversations, but the bigger problem is them they sell they everything is live in the moment and there's no business afterwards. Like there's just they're not doing the business that they need to do. That's the problem. By the way, Bianca coming out and having the black eye was a great image. It was a tremendous. It was. It was. I just. Image. Would, I wish that we would have gotten a moment of somebody, you know, Bailey coming back. I mean, these are the kinds of things that we were trained to look for over the years, and they just don't do it anymore. And it just makes me sad that they don't do it anymore. We know that Bailey's not, you know, primed to come back. Supposedly, Oscar at some point. Like, there's all these Lacey people. Evans. Right. Hey, that would have been the biggest of all, right? Like much bigger than those other two. My God. Okay. Um, 
Um, but, oh, when that happens, I'm going to be insufferable. Oh, on the show. How, you know. How's that any new? <laughs> how's that a, <laughs> how, how will we tell the difference exactly? Um, and, and I, of course, will wrap the show with the biggest thing is that I apologize. We've been so WrestleMania'd out that we haven't even talked about the single most important thing that's happened in professional wrestling in the oh. last couple of weeks, which is yes. obviously Tony Storm is now on AEW. So it's on, my, it's on me. We've just had a lot going on. We haven't any time to spend with Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter is going to be a match. Oh, God. Oh, you know God. what? The, the real oh. forbidden door moment that I want is Jamie Hader, Hader teaming with Tony Storm against Nikita Lopez? Against yes, right. Nikita Lyons and and, Nikita um, Lyons and Electra Lopez. Yeah, that's, correct. Yes, I, that's what I I just made them one person. Nikita Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> All no right. one would have a problem with that. By I the know, way, I know, I know. Oh, by the way, uh, real quick on NXT, Wade Barrett said that he would want to watch that pin over and right, over right, again. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, God bless. I mean, what do we? I don't. And I don't over think, and over. I think we should just move on. Is what I think we should. Do. <laughs> Let's get some plugs in. Aaron, get your plugs in. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Of course, check out Vsin, uh, Vsin.com. We have well, you're a little late for the Masters, but we have some baseball guys. Still a lot of futures out there, and of course, the NFL draft guide should be dropping in the next couple of weeks as these props continue to come out. And I spent it right before the show. My my prep time involved looking at a bunch of over unders for uh, NFL draft position that just came out, which I'll be getting to right after this ends. So, um, sound, yeah, sounds sounds like uh, I'm gonna w- lose some money. Go, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Brandon, uh, your plugs. Oh man, I got to plug stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't prepared. So I'm gonna pretend like I'm uh. Yeah, just go to ramsheadlive.com. Check out all the shows that are coming up. Go to at ramsheadlive on Instagram and at ramsheadlive on Twitter for new show announcements. And, uh, oh, we just announced Murder by Death and Amigo the Devil, a co-headline tour. The uh, the show's on sale now, and the show is August 20th. Tickets are at ramsheadlive.com, as always. And I, as always, am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. At AJ Francis 410 is how you follow him. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event, Vent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank. Uh, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out! Were all of our positives negatives, too? <laughs> <laughs>